Welcome to Manage to Engage, the podcast from clearandopen.com, dedicated to the evolution of you because businesses grow when people do. Serving leaders, managers, and people who will be, helping you reach excellence in your work and achieve your personal goals at the same time. Sign up for the free course at clearandopen.com. The ability moment to moment, day to day, to distinguish between I did something bad and I am bad is one of the hallmarks of maturity. Because someone who's unconsciously going into an I'm bad place will live a life of excuses. Hi, it's Joseph, and thanks for tuning in to Manage to Engage, the podcast from clearandopen.com. In this first episode of a new four-part series, we return to the topic of shame and how it plays such a big role in our culture and our lives. Specifically, we cover what happens when misdeeds are exposed. Have you ever found yourself caught in a lie or made an excuse for dropping a ball? Or ever been in a position of leadership and confronted your employees for doing these things? The distinction between doing a bad thing and being a bad person is large, but being able to admit that you did wrong is an important part of being a mature, responsible human being. It's a great conversation that really shows how we relate to each other and ourselves when something has gone wrong in nearly every relationship in our lives, including those outside the workplace. This episode is from a recent weekly member webcast. For more information about the many benefits of clear and open membership and how to get the help you need in conversations like this, please go to clearandopen.com. Thanks so much for listening. Let's dive in. So I have a question, an inquiry for us today. Any burning questions before we go down that the road of the inquiry? A yes. dialectic inquiry. Okay, dialectic inquiry averted. Peter has a burning question. Well, I'm not sure it's a question, but an observation. Uh, I was listening to the uh, recording of last Thursday's um, Clear the Issue class. Yes. I was really engaged in... The, the distinctions that you are drawing between shame, remorse, guilt, and things like that. And I was noticing that when I think of shame, I don't think I've ever really felt it to the point where the example that you used of feeling evil or not like I didn't deserve to live. Mm. Now, maybe you were just making that, saying that as, as the extreme... Where, 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 where it can go to its extreme, mm-hmm. but I don't believe I've ever felt that. Um, well, and one of the things that I, that I associate shame with is the idea that somebody, a part of me that I'm, that I'm not proud of and maybe and, and would like to change is, has been revealed to somebody that I may not ever be able to regain their trust, confidence, and love because of this flaw that I've that I have that's been revealed in me. That's, that's kind of what I associate with shame. Just wondering if you wanted to comment on that. Yeah. It's more of a loss of something from me versus the remorse, which might be um, a a regret in relation to a harm you've done to somebody else. So, so in that scenario, the, the key distinction that, that you bring there is that an aspect of you has been revealed such yes. that you've lost the love, trust, respect, whatever of that person. 
that would be different. It would be different to say that you've done something to lose that trust, love, etc. You see the difference there? One is I did something bad. The other is I'm bad. And now it's finally been revealed. And that, see, the, the implication is the badness has been revealed. Therefore, it was always there. See, the way you said it was, oh, it's been revealed, not I, I did something bad. It's been revealed that the badness was, all, was there all the time. You see, the way you phrased it, the implication was you've been a, in an existential battle against repressing your core evilness your entire life. You see, that's the paradigm from which that came. Okay. I just thought of that. Yeah, you see what I mean? Because I was thinking the application, which I don't, didn't make clear a minute ago, was that I think I would imagine something like having lied to a client to protect my ass and then having somehow imagining having that be revealed. Okay, but what's revealed? The action or an essential quality of your being? Maybe an essential quality of my being, namely being a dishonest or something like that. Yeah. And I've known you for about 15 years and uh, being dishonest does not occur to me as one of the essential qualities of your being. Uh, thank you for that. And I, I guess that's true. It's not an essential quality. Is It is. Yes. Well, well I, I just was about to clarify. Okay. Um, uh, I'm sometimes I'm dishonest. Sometimes I, I lie. And um, that's not something that I'm proud of. It's not an essential quality. Yes, I think you're correct. And that's really what we're talking about here is the, okay. the okay. difference between I did something bad and I am someone bad. So people will usually when an excuse deflection or logical fallacy gets made, it's because someone is defending against shame. Reality shows up. Hey, this happened. You dropped this ball. That becomes a shame trigger, right? The feeling comes up of, oh no, I did that and I'm a bad person. Well, I can't have it revealed how bad a person I am. So I have to divert attention from that. Ah, okay. Okay. That, ladies and gentlemen, is the root of all incompetence in the history of the world. That's it. We live in a shame-based world. And every culture has got sort of their own different expression of it. But um, that's it. So let me see if I can take this to the next put this in a context that I think you are trying to give us, then if that deflection that you just characterize it as um, is the root of all incompetence in the world, then to um, avoid the shame that we feel, if, if we could see that we don't have to, that, it's, that it doesn't mean what shame means, which is that we're a bad person, it means we've made a bad choice and we have some flaws that we need to work on. Mm -hmm. And if we were to, rather than deflect that, own that, that then becomes the, becomes the avenue and the means by which we learn and grow. Amen. Mm -hmm. I understood that. Thank you. The ability moment to moment, day to day to distinguish between I did something bad and I am bad is one of the hallmarks of maturity. 
because someone who's unconsciously going into an I'm bad place will live a life of excuses. It's the only way for them to, in a sense, live with themselves. Exactly. And sometimes that's quite unconscious. Reflexive defense mechanism. Mm-hmm. And so that's where sort of the paradox shows up of only strong, mature people can admit they screwed up, right? We sort of know this intuitively, right? But why is that? Well, because when they screw up, it doesn't go into a shame bucket. Right. They have an experience of their essential goodness or, or a belief in it or something. They've got something that says, hey, I'm okay. And I make mistakes sometime, and this is not the end of the world. I can admit I made this mistake and not collapse into a pile of shame. Someone who cannot admit their mistakes, you know, it, and it can vary. You know, you can be great at admitting mistakes and then one moment not. But in general, people who are defensive or excuse making or in general, you know, not responsible and can't demonstrate a pattern of owning their mistakes, they've got shame issues. Thanks for listening to Manage to Engage, the clear and open podcast. Join us next week when you'll be a little bit closer to who you're destined to be. Until then, know that Clear and Open is dedicated to the evolution of you because businesses grow when people do. Be sure to visit clearandopen.com for the latest tools, articles, and free resources to help you on your journey. Thanks for listening and bye for now.